0: Today's episode of the Fun V Tailgate on the Bullpen Cart podcast feed is brought to you by Schneckbook. What's going on, guys? It is Jordy Cannell here, and Maddie D and I finish up our 2019 college football previews. We look at the slate for week one before jumping into the SEC and Big Ten. We look at all the major storylines, the key players you need to know for both the regular season as well as the NFL draft. It was a ton of fun to record. We cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Make sure to shoot us a tweet to let us know. ThunderBLG is the handle there. Thunderblog Sports on Instagram and Facebook. Search the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, PodCoin, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a nice little five-star review and a subscribe, and we will give you a shout-out as the regular season gets underway. Check us out, Thunderblogsports.com. The Funvy Tailgate blog is coming to your way every Friday where I'll be making my picks across the top 25. But enjoy the episode, guys. It was a lot of fun to record. Cannot wait to hear what you think. And here we go. Welcome to this episode of the Funby Tailgate Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, part of the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell, and hosting me this week is the man, the myth, the legend himself, with all of his good friends surrounding him. It is... Mr. Maddie D, Matt Stefano. How are you, my friend? Well,
1: thank you for coming down. It's awesome to do this in person. It's, oh, it's yeah. actually, it's far better to do it in person. Oh, it's way better to do it we in We deal with it digitally, yes. you know, as we do everything in everything today's world. But it's it's great to have you in studio, yes, if you will, in the yes. Matty D studio, in Charleston <laughs> Green, down in Malvern,
0: the great borough of Malvern. And we've been talking about doing this in person we all have, preseason. And, and it's on me. Our, no, it's on both of us. our lives. We're getting old, man. We need more vacation days so
1: we can golf. Yeah. And then podcast directly after golf, or during golf, was actually not a terrible idea. Not
0: a terrible idea. In the
1: actual fun V. yeah, <laughs> right.
0: in a, in in a, a golf, golf cart. Yeah. right? Golf bullpen card. golf card. You know what? Now that I'm saying that out loud, it might be something we got to think about. That could be. Yeah. We need some way to protect from. The- we need, you know, how they have the the winter covers for cards. We just need that <laughs> so we don't have the wind. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we, we would stop and talk, yeah. and then I would. I, we would live. We would live stream yeah. our swings. Many more. Matt,
0: that's a great take on Michigan. Here comes your, your third <laughs> shot in.
1: Hey, 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 hey. I heard that. I heard that. All right? No, it's par
0: five. Par no, five.
1: Thank you. Second you shot in.
0: I'm sorry. Second, second shot, shot in. in. You're going for the eagle. On a par five. You're, You're going, going for, for the eagle.
1: Maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll get lucky yeah. enough.
0: <laughs> but not hey, everybody can go with two on a par four.
1: That's that's Not everyone can. That's correct.
0: Nobody cares about that, though. Well, like somebody, somebody
1: did. Jordy did. I'm very impressed. <laughs> I'm very impressed with the... Is that technically an Albatross or no? no Albatross is
0: 300. Oh, that's eagle. That's okay. It's so a two eight.
1: and a four an eagle. Right, I'm sorry. Albatross is a two, two on a par five. Two on a par five, a one every on a so par four. You seen an Augusta every so often. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about golf. Would love to. Well, we're yeah, not. Yeah, I know. But unfortunately, we're coming to the end of this. As we, this past week and showed us end of the season, end of the pro season. Pro we, season. Oh, the amateur we might, season begins. I know. We're
0: we've plenty. You, know, you and I have plenty of golf. And maybe left.
1: we need to do a, a little segment, not this week, but another another podcast on the contenders for the Thunder Thunder Cup. Oh yeah, presented by Thunderbox Sports. Oh yeah, yes. So, but I digress. I want to. I want to say, say this before we begin. We are actually technic. We are recording this
0: after the college football season begins. And should we talk about those games, Week Zero? Yes,
1: I think we should touch on. Well, and it makes sense because one of them is actually very important to touch on. Yeah. But there were two games. For those who don't know it, last this past weekend, the big game we'll talk about in a second. Um, well, we'll talk about it now. Miami. And versus Florida, yep. We talked a little bit about this game last week when we talked to the ACC in Miami. Yep. Florida and the SEC is the eighth ranked team coming into this year. A lot of people are talking about Florida, and it was a wild
0: matchup. That's that's to say the least. I watched zero of this. I saw highlights because I was at a wedding on Saturday night. Our good friend Kenny Floyd immediately had some hot takes. He, of course, a huge Georgia Tech fan, so he. Hates the SEC and hates Miami, so he was. This is the anti-Kenny Bowl, right? I mean, and he was just, <laughs> like many people on Twitter and everything. They were just pissed off at this right. game. Uh, someone, someone wrote out This was a great whoever has the ball last loses game, right? It was probably the best way to sum it yeah. up.
1: Well, we talked about what we talked about with Miami that their defense was going to lead them. We we are going to touch on them in a, in a minute, but Florida, their defense is also going to lead them. Yes, um, two young rising quarterbacks and Jaron Williams. And flew by Franks. Um, I, I wouldn't say either had a particularly good outing. Nope. Williams had only 214 yards passing and a touchdown. Franks did have two touchdowns, but also had two interceptions. Um, really didn't get anything going on the ground. This was a defensive
0: struggle to that extent. Florida was still a seven point favorite by the time this game kicked off. Yeah, which I, well, again. A no, lot of people liked Miami plus seven. I know.
1: It's a great line to take. It was a great they, line, they, and, they and will, I, I yeah. thought I missed it. Right. Wow. Um,. It it twenty four twenty.
0: Imagine being the asshole at right. the over on a forty six and a half. I know That's and Miami points. was up, by yeah. the way, at half. Oh.
1: To make you think maybe they could figure it out. Inconsistency Um but at the end of the day, it, it you know, Miami did enough late. I mean sorry, Florida did enough late to win. I don't think anyone's gonna hold this against Florida because I think Miami, as we talked about, has a little bit of talent going on up there. Um, but Florida really was inconsistent. Four turnovers is not something you're expecting from the eighth team in the nation. No. Even against a rival like Miami. So it's a huge win for Florida because if they're going to have any shot, they're going to have to win out. But this game doesn't This doesn't give me a lot of hope for Florida moving forward, which is kind of tough because we're about to preview the SEC and talk about the Florida Gators, who are a team that's trying to get back into that upper echelon after the Urban Meyer
0: years. Sure. And I think it's, it's telling, too, of seeing Jaron Williams as – Rushing numbers, which is one thing college football does great, is that sacks count as negative rushing yards. Uh, that He had negative 44 yards. Yeah, and that's... It's not great. Yeah. I mean, that just tells you a lot about the ability for them to contain quarterbacks. We're going to talk about a couple of teams in the SEC West that are going to probably give them some trouble, uh, depending on when they when the Gators face them. But, mm-hmm.
2: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. definitely... The highlights were not something to be seen. I was much more interested in seeing the Phillies shit the bed against the Miami Marlins <laughs> last weekend than I was in seeing these highlights. And and somebody had a hot take of saying let's get rid of Week Zero for good. But I feel like it's the it's the great burden to have because everybody's so raring to go with football, especially with shitty preseason NFL that they're going to watch this and especially two big two big names out there. Right, right. Then it's yeah. something. It's something that they're eventually. We're gonna have week one be the week before Labor Day. I no. think it's eventually what's gonna happen. I, I don't know if you go to a thirteenth regular season game because I think because of the all the stuff of the NFL with concussions that's trickling down into college. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't get paid, yeah, I think that's gonna stymie any sort of expansion in NCAA major, major
1: expansion. But you might yeah. see more teams doing this because you can play and take a bye.
0: Exactly, you can take a bye. That's that's. But, but I do got to tell that you, that you I mean, if
1: you're the NCAA, I think I think you. you first of all, game day was in Disney World, which yep. is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, I do also think you want to make sure that the matchups are not. You don't I don't want to see Alabama play, and I say Alabama. That's a bad example because they actually tend to play a good good opponent the first week. You don't want to see a team play. Or someone it. that was good. Right. That's true. You don't want to see a team play in FCS school week one. Yep. Like, if it's early. If it's an early game. Like, you want to have marquee matchups be early. Um, but to your point, I mean, you know, you, you, you were at a wedding. I was I was down at the shore. I I, I tuned in very briefly. Like yeah. I was not watching for very long. Not that I didn't want to, but I had other stuff going on because before Labor Day, so it's many tough. people are doing things. It's Vacations tough. Even Labor made, Day right. weekend.
0: Like, right i play. I play in a golf tournament the Saturday, Labor Day weekend. College game day is one of my favorite things to, to watch. watch.
1: Oh, oh, god, I can't
0: wait. I but... can't do. I really can't do Sunday NFL stuff. I do the Fox show because the Eagles play at one. Yeah, and even then, I throw it on at twelve fifteen and kind of see what Riggle's doing and Terry Bradshaw's being crazy hmm. and all this different stuff. I don't. I've tuned in for like the early hour where they have Colin Cowherd on trying to this is what happened in college football, and I think this. Right. You know, it's, it's tough. ESPN's barely watchable. It's Sunday NFL countdown yes. now. So CBS's isn't good. No. no. NBA, and Football Night in America is all right, but normally, hopefully you have a 430 game on either CBS or, or Fox that spills enough into it that you get the fastest five minutes because they can't do the fastest two minutes because that's Berman's. Right. But they do that where they do all the, you know, the, the yeah. different Merrill Reese and everyone else's local calls of all the important touchdowns. So, I'm game day, coming back around, no, game no, no. day is one of my favorite things, but even Labor Day itself, even September, the first couple weeks, you whether, try, you, you try, try, and it's, and it's your your team playing, not to.
1: One of your teams playing, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and to your point, the thing is too, is we, we get... And the NFL owns the day of the week. We get so saturated in what's going on there. Yeah. We all play fantasy football. Yep. You don't need to watch game day because quite f- you don't need to watch pre- pre-game because you game already day, know yeah, it. Yeah, pre-games. Pre-game, but I feel like... Ga- yeah. Game day, they give you some good stuff and also the atmosphere. I mean, The atmosphere is so, great. Which is why I love college football because the atmosphere is... It's and unreal. the
0: entire crew that's on there from top... There's not I'm even top level. to bottom. They're all great. Yes. And they... Sam Ponder went on to do Sunday NFL Countdown mm-hmm. and Maria Taylor... Jumped right in. Seamlessly right. fits right in. And she's awesome in college basketball too. If you don't right. watch the college basketball game. Oh, she's day. great there. Yes. Not nearly as good as college football game day. No, she's not. I but really she's don't. great in broadcast mm-hmm. too for both the ESPN uh, college football and college basketball. Yeah.
1: Well, Desmond Howard and, Desmond and Howard and, and, and by the way it's funny, because Desmond Howard and Kirk Herbstreit are arch rivals. You yeah, got Michigan and Ohio State. You wouldn't know it, by the way. And yep. I, I actually gotta give her Less of a Herbie. Lot. Herbie's really
0: good Dez, about it. Dez, Dez gets talks little, about yeah. Michigan a lot, and they show a lot of his Michigan highlights. Herbie's, I had to tell you, you'd something. think he was you or me. Yeah, but he went to like, Lehigh. And, 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 and I, just I want, I
1: want to hate him because I hate Ohio State, yeah. but I can't. He's and I just like I, I gotta respect Ohio State every year. Herb does, Herbie does a great job. Herbie Awards were just on TV, by the way. I watched those. Fantastic. While the Phillies were blowing a fi- uh, seven nothing lead on Friday show, night, and I do want to give a shout out to my brothers again. Penn State got best college football atmosphere for their whiteout nights, and I appreciated that because that's a correct statement. We're going to talk about the Big Ten a little later. That's a correct statement. It is. It, to me, is the best. It's my only atmosphere. experience in Happy
0: Valley, and it was incredible. Uh, it, I talked about it two years ago, I'm getting, three years supposed, ago. Getting right now, think There's about a it. podcast. Unreal.
1: By the way, this is a Ohio former Ohio State Buckeye quarterback saying that the best atmosphere in college football is
0: the whiteout at Penn well, State. Well, my cousin Matt— out of respect to you, I won't, don't, don't I won't you say, say his it. real name. do dare say uh, His roommates at Northwestern were football players, mm. and they said it's by far the best yeah. stadium in the Big Ten. They love playing at the Big House, but the big thing about the Big House is that it goes out so wide. Right. Penn State is, up. is up, it's up, and it's almost like a tuning fork that it's not in the ground. Right. It goes right from the bottom up. Michigan Stadium is built, dug into the ground, right. and it's awesome. I was there for the first time. I didn't actually get to go in. Drove by it twice. It's couple, incredible. I don't disagree. It was, it was, but it was inc- the best
1: home field advantage—it just pops
0: up. Yeah, pops up. You buy the Ann Arbor golf course. Holy shit! There it is. Hey, boom. There's Beaver Stadium dominates yeah, the state yeah. college. Dominates. I've never been to the Horseshoe, and I've I'm heard things about the Horseshoe. I'm not. I've done. Down. I've never done Wisconsin. I've been by. Address. I've been by Spartan Stadium That's where true. Michigan State yeah. plays. And
1: you know, let's we'll talk about other big Death Valley. In LSU is incredible. We need to
0: do. We need to do LSU
1: out there. I, I know. I, I've heard. I've heard that. By the way, I think Alabama is actually a little off off the wagon because they've been so good for so long. But there are plenty of places that have a great home court advantage. If you want to use home court because it's a better sound, yeah. like home field is fine. But home court.
0: Home field sounds like you're you're talking about baseball or yeah. or NFL playoffs.
1: Home court is a college term, and Penn State beats beats everybody else. in home court and I hope they continue that tradition. So I appreciate the Herbie Awards, which is a great show on ESPN. But yeah. Yeah. There. By the way, I want to point. There was a second game. On live on Facebook. Yes. Arizona Hawaii. Now we had talked a little bit about Arizona Khalil Tate, who was a potential, who was actually a top five favorite last year for the Heisman. Didn't have a yep. good year. He actually had a huge game: three sixty-one in the air, three touchdowns, one hundred eight yards on the ground, as we expected. But they lost to Hawaii, forty-five to thirty-eight, which. Not shocked, by the way, because I think Arizona's got a lot of work to do, but just it's statistically it's a good start for the Tate-Dark Horse Heisman campaign, but you can't lose to Hawaii. I mean, nothing against the Rainbow Warriors, who I think actually are going to be pretty good this year. We talked a little bit about them, Yeah. but you can't lose to Hawaii.
0: Yeah, as, as a quick recap of their schedule, which I thought was right here. What the fuck is Yahoo's deal with all this shit? Um, well, they play Texas Tech. They play Texas Tech. Yeah.
1: And then they go UCLA. They play Northern Arizona next week, though. That should be a win. It should be good, too. And then they they
0: have the nine game schedule in a week pack 12. You have to hope they make a challenge to the South for him to really have an idea of it. I feel like a signature game at home against Washington for a potential Heisman, Heisman run. At home against Utah, who right now is 14th. At Oregon could be. An away win like that in late November right. could be
2: huge for yes. him.
0: Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, but by the statistically, way, statistically, this yeah. is the this is the Geno Smith though of put up big numbers in non conference play, and then we have to see what happens in conference play.
1: I do want to point out when I said they lost forty five to thirty eight with ten seconds left at about the thirty one yard line. Tate, I watched
0: nothing in this game.
1: Tate took off. Really. And made it to the one yard
0: line. But how much time left? With no time left. How With much time was left before he got to the one? Ten seconds. Oh like, my god! Like he he,
1: he was on he, his way to the to have the. Have you never zone. watched
0: any given Sunday?
1: It's it's basically it's honest honestly that's not it. selfish not selfish yeah.
0: So those that don't remember that just go look up Lawrence Taylor any yeah. given Sunday and
1: it's and it's a hell of a run like he he's. He, he pump fakes, he does everything, and he takes off because he, he's oh got some wheels. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, the one, he gets t- from behind. That was the worst part, right? He didn't even have a oh chance. Oh, my yep. God. And that's how they lost. All that's right. a brutal way to start. I, I throw it out there, that's a brutal way. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, I don't want to, we talked a lot about not the
0: SEC. Yeah, so this is the SEC Big Ten preview as right. well as the pseudo Big uh, Week One preview. That's true. That's true. We're talk a bit of week One, right? I went away to Michigan two weeks ago, and that kind of threw things off because both of us, and I played. I was working and playing golf on vacation And Matt was here And timing didn't work out And So originally this was supposed to come out last week We are going to do week 1 preview And all different picks So that's why we had to talk about how excited we are for football to be back Especially with week 4 NFL preseason The dumbest fucking week Probably of of any sporting week Is week 4 of the NFL If week 1 of college football Or NFL preseason If week 1 of college football was in the same week it might be the dumbest because you have baseball wherever it is, the end of August before September, call-ups. Hockey and basketball are nowhere to be found. The NFL is just literally sending out dudes who are most likely getting cut the next day. Right. Basically, land, literally lands to a slaughter. Right.
1: And the only team you might watch is your own team. Exactly. And honestly, and even I'm then, probably not, not watching the Eagles. Right. Yeah. We already kind of know what a team's going to look like. Exactly. There's probably not going to be a ton of surprises unless we change trade for Jadavian Clowney. Bang. But other than that... NFL
0: preview coming next week. Yeah, I know. But well, let's get to the we SEC. Be, yes. Let's
1: get... The... What's I'm trying to a good... What would you consider the SEC nickname-wise? Like, a, like they're the beast.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the buzzsaw. The buzzsaw? Because every, they do... Aside from in bowl season, where I think they've all taken the Nick Saban mentality of if I'm not in the national championship, I phone it in. Right. I get that. Because that's look up their bowl their bowl records, especially two years ago where they didn't win a game until the college football playoff mm-hmm. or something like that. Where both Georgia and Alabama win, they might have had one game non. And you could tell play. that that a lot last of teams year, just year still totally, wasn't good either. Totally, just last year was out. a little better, but and you can say all the shit about the mid November uh, FCS shitty no, FBS I don't game. Problem.
1: I personally have a problem. I know with
0: that. you don't, especially because Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Florida. We just saw. They all schedule quality opponents early before they get into SEC play. And they take care of business. They know what it takes to win. Iron sharpens iron, as a lot of people like to say. Mm-hmm. And it's... I mean, we'll jump into as we get team by team. But it's great that we now see something like Oregon-Auburn mm-hmm. this week, which is the ABC game. But you also have an SEC game in Georgia-Vanderbilt. Not the greatest game on the SEC schedule. No, but we're that the the SEC, teams,
2: right?
0: The fact that the SEC is flexible enough to let their teams have these quality games that guys like Nick Saban are pushing for and in an Oregon Auburn. We had it last year with who was it? Michigan? No, no, Michigan State almost lost to somebody shitty. Uh, it was Washington Auburn, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, was Washington Auburn right. week think... one. Did Auburn
1: win that game?
0: Auburn won that game. Right. But Alabama, was, as you mentioned, always plays somebody quality. Usually from the Big yeah, Ten. They either and, play Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, yeah, but, but, somebody and, and, like that. Well, they've had
1: a little bit of an ACC run because they had Louisville. This year they had what, They had Duke. Yep. And by the way, you can knock well, Duke's not good. Well, wait a second. That deal was made three, four years – five years ago. So I gotta, you got to when you, – when you think about these non-conference games, you got to remember they get scheduled like five years plus in advance. That's what? really hard about college football.
0: And remember, too – they just sent the number six quarterback or number six pick, the first quarterback off the board, into the mm-hmm. NFL. Duke did mm-hmm. with Daniel Jones. They have a coach that Nick Saban again probably wants to have some sort of connection yeah. with. Probably wants him on a staff. Exactly. Probably <laughs> right. bouncing ideas. Hey, why don't you retire? Why don't you, they? they come probably, Nick, my we're TV talking about my time. D- Dave Cut- Cutliffe, right. who big man and guy, right. quarterback whisperer. And a number and a, of guys come out of Duke, a number and, el- and, and a elsewhere. lot of skill players. Jameson yes. Crowder, who yes. mm-hmm. now is on the Jets, and and who knows what's going to happen with that with Hollywood it's, Darnold? It, Could be a great season, it, but injury guy. If he's injury healthy, guy.
1: he's as good as they get in the slot. Like,
0: but still, Duke. But point of the story, Duke. Another, it's sneakily a quality opponent. Remember, Johnny Football had to have a Johnny Football game to beat Duke in a bowl game. Right, as crazy as that sounds, Duke, who ten years ago went 0 and 12. Johnny Football had to do that five years ago. So, <laughs> not the craziest thing out there. But the fact that... Coming back around, the fact that the SEC schedules those games, but then you also see LSU playing Georgia Southern. Not the worst opponent, but it's the Sun Belt. So, I think we're taking a step in the right direction. No, I, think we, are. I think we are. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's not, it's not that you're expected to play superstar opponents every week. Yep. But you talk about some of these teams that don't play anybody. And the, and the SEC... Has actually been pretty good about playing guys, and 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 I I think I mean think about some of these top teams who they play I, I you know, um, but again I mean that they probably have the mark to me they have the marquee matchup week one yep but
0: thousand percent um,
1: yeah where do you want to start you want to go SEC you want to go East East okay go East first who do, I mean do we have the same team at the top of the leaderboard here Georgia Georgia yeah yeah honestly any it's other it's a collision
0: course of Georgia Alabama other in my year, mind.
1: To me, Georgia is there's a, I think there's a gap between Georgia and four and yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight. Like I think Georgia any other year is the number one team in the country. I mean, they're yeah. they're so talented.
0: Yeah, if Clemson isn't returning basically think, the 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 national championship team, right. And Alabama isn't
2: Alabama, right? Then the, this is a team that's yeah.
1: you got to be impressed by what Kirby Smart has built there. Um, there's so many talented players. But we, we got to start at, at, to me, again, the most important fo- fo- position of football with a guy who, who actually could play his way into being the number one overall pick. In fact, this guy has been so good since starting as a freshman at Georgia. He unseated not one, but two big-time prospects. We think about Jacob Isu at Washington mm-hmm. and Justin Fields who's at Ohio State. Yep. Jake Fromm has the makings, in my opinion— of a superstar NFL talent. Yeah. He plays in a r- overly run-heavy offense, but it's still pro-style to an extent. And he can make every throw in the book. And now he's a junior with the experience you expect.
0: I think a lot of guys obviously aren't going to be number one. But I think this Georgia offense between From DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. Oh, get out of here. A lot of their linemen. Thomas. I think Tom- Thomas, Thomas is right? huge. Yeah. I don't think any of the wide receivers would be a top-five pick, but they're first-rounders, first-round quality. There's talent there, right. There's a lot of talent there. This is, on paper, one of the best offenses in the country. Mm-hmm. And you hit the nail on the head with Fromm, who has gotten better and better series by series, seemingly. Right. And add him up with a guy like DeAndre Swift, who, take a page out of Alabama. This is a guy who came out of nowhere. In the end of two, of two seasons ago, and has put himself on the map as I don't know if he'll end up being it being the the number one talked about guy. Uh, I don't know if he's on even on a Heisman radar. I know that you're, no, you're a little no, more zoomed in he, on that he, than I am, and I he's
1: not because they're so run heavy I mean, exactly. because they, they have him. Right. They have
0: Brian Her- Her- Her-Nian? Her-Nian? Uh, talk about... Uh, they're their, one of their backup running backs. Okay. And then they have a couple other guys. They have a sophomore, oh, James they, Cook. They've been they loaded. They have this freshman, Zay, Zamir White. Okay. Who just... Yeah. He's six 6'215". He just looks like a ball of muscle. Probably two years ago.
1: So that Sony, was Swift
0: two years ago. Well, Sonny Michelle. Yep.
1: Elijah Holyfield, who's now yep. in the NFL. Both the NFL. And and Swift was the
0: freshman. So, so yeah. Top to bottom. They're loaded at running back. Swift in that game against Oklahoma two years ago. That was the... That, I mean, great performance.
1: And they even said. Mm. They Fuck, even, my, fucked up my words no, That's right. They even <laughs> said what what when it when it was the Michelle Holyfield. Oh, oh. Oh, I apologize. I'm making a huge mistake. It was Sony Michelle Nick Chubb. Yes. Holyfield and Swift. Yep. That was the foursome a couple years back. And they even said, "Hey, look, Swift is going to be the best of those four. I remember and that. Chubb and Michelle were getting all the carries. And I, I Nick Chubb, I forget because Nick Chubb had the, the gruesome knee injury before he's now obviously recovered yeah. and is a starter for the Browns. There's just so. Similar much to talent. another
0: Georgia quarterback who is a highly touted fantasy pick despite injury woes. We're talking about. Todd Gurley. Oh, you
1: said quarterback. Okay. Oh, I haven't I. I apologize. I apologize. Running, back, I running, running back. Hey, George has produced some of the best running backs. we've seen Some good in quarterbacks football. too. Right. I mean. Right. 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 Nope. That, yep. Well,
0: previously the highest paid quarterback in uh, the NFL. Yeah.
1: Matthew but I, I, you made a good point. I think the one thing we talk about—they have a great offensive line. They have a great quarterback. They have a deep running back core,
0: um, and they uh, young I, secondary on defense.
1: Yeah, I, well, that one,
0: concerns me a little bit.
1: One of my concerns is certainly the wide receiver core. They lose. Uh, Michael Harmon, they lose Riley Ridley um, who who's on the Bears now yep but Andrew Thomas is the all-American left tackle who's a top 10 pick they think right now so the question is who is going to step up step up at um the, the wide receiver position they're good You're enough... not Tyler Simmons guy no 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 I am I'm okay. just, but he's got to step up Simmons yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gotta, okay. he's be right okay. so that's I'm not saying it's gonna be a problem because they run so much anyway yeah and it's not gonna be a problem early it's got, but against Alabama, you better have guys who can make plays, as they as they have been burned by Alabama year after year after year. Against LSU, they better make plays. So if you want to be, if you want to win the national championship, you better have guys that can that can make it happen. You can coast for a long amount of time, you can't coast forever.
0: I didn't realize American Hero Rodrigo Blankenship was still in college. Oh, Rexpecks! Oh, he's locked in. I'm so excited he's still going to be <laughs> out by screens on Saturday. <laughs> oh, baby! If you don't, if you don't know this guy. You need to Google Rodrigo Blankenship. Great name, even better, Rex Spence. Yeah. He is their kicker. And, it, yo, i just looking through their roster. Yes. So, Matt can attest by right. bad radio. My eyes <laughs> tripled in size seeing his name on the depth chart.
1: I can't wait for a little Blankenship because he's, by the way, that is a huge. I feel like a lot of college coaches have forgotten about how important. Hey, Field goals in college are very. Let's important. talk about one of the greatest plays in the college will Kick six. Is. No, I'm thinking the Auburn returns. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well yeah, like if they if if Alabama has a good kicker,
0: that never happens. The Chris, the Chris Davis that is the most legendary of them all. Not right. the two baseball players. One right. who get free shots when he gets yeah. a base hit. The other who strikes out a billion times hits fifty home runs. This no, Chris Davis never has to buy a fucking drink in Auburn, mm-hmm. Alabama ever again.
1: And by the way. If you haven't seen that highlight, you gotta watch it. It might be the coolest radio call I've ever seen in my life.
0: Robert's gonna win the football. Okay, game. they're gonna win. The football, gonna win the football. So,
1: game. so we're talking about Georgia, and we're we're not gonna break down every schedule yeah. tonight, but we're gonna talk a little bit. So, yeah, so, we should
0: we should at least should, talk their schedule because that, they're a big
1: name team, right? That's important. And, and I'm, I'm gonna we're gonna gloss over Vanderbilt because we're gonna talk about the Commodores a little later. Yes. Okay. So their first quote unquote big matchup is a home matchup against number nine Notre Dame,
0: late September. Yep. And it's probably going to be might be College Game Day. I would assume it is. It's a CBS yeah, game, though. Right. Game Day gets weird about cross network, but they, they've been better about it in recent years. But I,
1: I think I think we can both agree after our conversation about Notre Dame that's that should be a W. Yeah, we should be brave. They got to be careful because they go to Tennessee, South Carolina, and, and Kentucky in the next three weeks. To Florida, but that leading up to that Florida game, they've got to pay attention. They just can't
0: well, slack off. Well, I guess off. technically not to the, Florida, right? It's the World's largest outdoor cocktail party. Oh,
1: it's a home game,
0: isn't it? Isn't it at Jacksonville?
1: I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. I we'll believe.
0: Out. I believe that's the that yeah. that's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in. Uh, oh yes, ja- in Jacksonville, Florida, at yeah, the Jaguar Good. Hey, Stadium. Yeah. Good snag.
1: Good snag. There. Another game
0: we need to go to. Yes.
1: So that that's gonna that's that goes. Let me
0: tell on the road. Yeah.
1: They th- really the end of their First season stop. is gonna be that that I'm gonna take Kentucky out of the mix for a moment because I think they're a dark horse. But anyway. It's going to be that Florida matchup in, the, in early in early November. Yep. Then they go to Missouri, who we're going to talk about, and who'll be a surprise top ten team at that point. Somehow still in the SEC East. I know we're going to, we're going to mention that. Then they go to Auburn, and they have a, a home matchup against Texas A and M. Those two games, back to back weeks, are going to decide if Georgia is in the SEC title game or not.
0: And we think they're going and to it be sucks because they don't play Alabama in the regular I know. season.
1: Well, but see, here's the thing. I, I don't know if it sucks because they should match up one time. I agree. They should. Because the concern is if they don't, theoretically, one could miss out in the title game because they lost to the other one. Sure. And that was their quote-unquote only loss. Like, you don't want a team to miss out. Like Alabama. Right, yeah. right. You don't want that to—yes, right. Exactly. You don't want that to happen. We so were talking about
0: two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah.
1: I think you got to do the schedule. do the schedule, but I think this year it helps— both those teams for making the playoff as well. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So I think it's yeah. if you're the SEC, you're clapping your hands. Yeah. I want to see them meet and I think they're going to but I want to see and, and we're going to talk about, There's some other really,
0: really good teams. Yeah. Um, but
1: they're loaded. Georgia's
0: loaded. So, I know Missouri's not next but it was a question I was going to ask and since we're kind of on it anyway. There's a lot of interesting articles I've read throughout this offseason about potential expansion. It's kind of spurred on UConn moving and what they're going to end up doing with football, and kind of where five years ago we thought college sports was going to go with not even super conferences, mega conferences. And the fact that there isn't a major move, or there is a major move in college college sports every five or six years. Mm So some people are thinking, what's going to be the big move? I want to hear your thoughts on that, because I feel like Missouri was supposed to be the first piece of the SEC figuring out absorbing other bits and pieces of other conferences to then get Missouri into the West. And whether it was ACC teams or those quality conference USA teams, like even like a Louisville, I feel like they almost wanted to try to get, and the ACC scooped them up. Mm -hmm. Or even like, I feel like West Virginia would have been somebody they would have tried to scoop up, but the Big 12 jumped in there. So do you think there's going to be any sort of move? And, And I mean, because you mentioned it of They should only match up once. Is that something that college football needs to go to of basically coupling two what would be former conference sizes of eight, nine-sized divisions to form one round robin that feeds into one championship game? Almost like a pseudo all-time bracket, if that makes sense.
2: Well,
1: the one thing that's really hard... First of all, i that was
0: a break. whole no, 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 what? slew of words. Well, I'm, a,
1: so I'm sorry I'm a, for confusing you no, 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 if no, I did. I, well, first of all, I'm a big tradition guy.
2: Yeah.
1: And I also forget the fact that that when I was before I was born, all these conferences were totally different. Yep. Like whole whole conferences were completely different. A lot of rivalries continued, but conferences were different. Um, and it's hard because you don't want to see teams moved out of conferences. Like to me, Texas A and M should be in the Big 12 mm-hmm. with Texas, Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Baylor, yep. that makes sense to me. I don't blame them for making the move. Yep. And it's hard. The Big East faltered and fell apart,
0: which is really tough too. Because and that was the big part of this one article I read on Yahoo, was about how the Pac-12 was really trying to get Texas and Oklahoma. Which makes, so no, Texas sense. Tech, which makes no sense. Texas, Texas Tech responded and preempted it by going to the SEC. Right. Texas ain't it. Texas A Thank
1: you. Right, and and yeah, and, and what's well, also hard because you say okay, well, well, maybe the Big East should be back. Well, for the Big East to be back, Big East to be back, guess who needs to be their flagship team? Penn State, and they won't be, and I don't think they should be because they're in the Big Ten.
0: But they've never been in the Big
1: East. They, ne- oh, no, no, they never. But yeah. if you're doing it geog- geographically, yeah. then guess what? Penn State should be the premier. West Virginia might might even factor in there a little bit. Boston College would join. So if you want to make a true geographic... Which, by the way, I actually think about this a lot. To me, if you are... For the student athlete, it should be by geography. Sure. It's ridiculous that that West Virginia is traveling all the way down to Texas. And, and, like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yep. And you think about some of these... And the Paco's a little different because you got to go...
0: And it gets more and more ridiculous as you go to the lesser conferences. The right. American Athletic Conference for soccer? Think about that. You've fucking... Teams going from Houston... To I'm trying to think of who else is in UConn at one point. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just dumb. How about remember at one point Hawaii was supposed to join yes, the AAC? Right, right. Yeah. How
1: about Notre Dame thinking about being in the ACC? Yeah, Notre Dame should be in the Big Ten if they're oh, going to yeah. win a conference. It's the Big Ten, and if it's not the Big Ten, it might be the Big Twelve. The ACC is the Atlantic Coastal Conference. There is no reason that <laughs> Notre Dame I agree should be there. And so, it, it's one of those things where part of me wishes...
0: How is Creighton, which is in Omaha, Nebraska... In which both,
1: in most people don't know, by the
0: way. The Big East. Yeah,
1: doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm not saying you gotta make these changes. And the SEC is actually one of the better conferences mm-hmm. when you think it. Although, if you know a map, Missouri and Arkansas
0: are not that close to nope. Florida or Georgia. They really are not even nearby. Like- which is why I still think that's the missing chess piece of What the SEC's long-term plan was, and they did a great job scooping up Mm A&M to try to make that power play, and I don't know who else would have been in that, whether it's Texas Tech, whether it was Texas itself, to try to create this super rivalry between Texas and Alabama, Mm -hmm. have basically just that, that complete sweep of the Gulf Coast. I don't know if it ever ends up happening. I thought it was worth mentioning since we were on Missouri. No, I mean it's we were on saying they should match up once and having an 18-team conference where all eight teams play each other or all nine teams play each other. Eight con- eight conference games, nothing across division. And what I meant by all time all time bracket is that the winner of each division would play each other. So in this case, Auburn and or Alabama and Georgia are the Alabama-Auburn winner versus Georgia is an all-time bracket into the college football playoff this is what right. I meant by that just to right. clarify
1: no no I understand yeah yeah, yeah. I,
0: I felt like I have word vomiting no no, no that's that's okay. the, other, the other
1: concern you have though is you don't want too many teams
0: that's I, the thing that well, revenue wise you do revenue wise you, you do you want to win I feel like the big thing too that, ha- that the college football playoff I feel like also bucked this because having shitty teams see the big 10 west which we'll talk about in you know, a little but little bit has hurt a lot of how the college football playoff works, which is where the big money is. March Madness does a lot for you. And Iowa being able to be a solid college basketball program is great. And they've been in college good college football program in the college football playoff Mm -hmm. era. But the rest of that that division being shitty, which granted a lot of them are already in the Big Ten, so you could argue they were screwed anyway. But you know, it, it yeah. being top to bottom solid, which the Big 12's kind of figured out of having 11 teams that are, for the most part, can be solid and can show parity. Right. But we've okay. kind of gone off a little That's bit. It's okay. <laughs> Let's get that back happens. on with uh, the East look, Division. Uh, well, let me ask you a question. Who is your second team? I'd still go with Florida. Maybe, okay. maybe Kentucky. Ooh, all right. We have a little, we differ here a little bit. I just feel like Kentucky's defense is still so no, solid. No, 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 and
1: I and I get that. I agree. But I'm going to
0: go Florida too. Okay. Um, I know they're I know eight is probably a little high for them, and we saw a lot out of this past week out of this team to really get an idea of you know where they're at and and what they can bring to the table. But I think both Florida and Kentucky bring solid defenses. They return a lot of guys. Both both do. And. I don't know. I, just, I think that they can do a little damage. They could probably try to surprise, make it you know, surprise somebody like they did last year against, like Florida did rather last year against LSU. They could make that some that noise. Florida's schedule doesn't necessarily give them the the greatest in terms of ranking mm-hmm. within the conference. Um, it's funny. Yahoo shows their schedule and they play. They host Towson. FCS Towson, former Patriot League opponent of Lehigh. Towson brutal is ranked in the F- in the FCS. So it shows them it shows their ranking next to it. It makes it sound like they're ranked higher than Auburn. Mm-hmm. Shows number 12 Towson. And then the next week they host number 16 Auburn. Yeah. Um but yeah, they, they host Auburn, they host Georgia, they have okay. to go to LSU. I think hosting two of those three games yeah. helps out. I don't know if they win, I don't know if they win any of those games. I think... I don't think they beat Georgia. Uh, or, no, they don't... As we learned five minutes ago, they're not hosting Georgia. But I don't know if they beat Auburn. I don't know if they beat... I don't think they beat LSU at Death Valley.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, flat out say that. Even going to Missouri. You were just talking about them. That's going to be a tough game. Late season, last SEC yeah. game. Which, if they're out of the championship, they're thinking about their opponent, Florida State, which is two weeks. Mm-hmm. So, they got a bye week. So, not a traditional trap game. But still... Yeah, you might not. You might have that written off, and yeah, you know who knows. Crazier things have happened,
1: right? Well, I gotta tell you, they actually are not my number two team. Okay, yeah, I, I am not sold in this Florida program at all. I think offensively, they still have somehow just just not. They don't win. They don't win pretty, and they lose. They lose really badly. So I think Mullins has done a good job though. Think, no, no, in no. no. Guys. I don't think he's done a bad he's job.
0: He's a ma- he's a mass talent. I, and I agree
1: with that. He, yeah, they they just to me. I don't think they have the offensive prowess to do enough. Um, I got to tell you, I feel like I feel like they don't have a great defensive line. Sure, I mean offensive line. Excuse me, their defense is great. That's a good point. Their offense is going to struggle, right? And so, to me, my concern would be a couple games. One, I'm I'm actually a little shocked they beat Miami. I'm going to be honest with you, but that Auburn game scares the shit out of me. LSU at LSU is a loss. It's just a loss. South oh, yeah, Carolina is. is also a potential loss.
0: South Carolina's going to be good. I
1: think they're going to lose four games in the SEC this year. Really? Yep. They lose to Auburn. They lose to LSU. I think they lose to Georgia. And I think they somehow find a way to lose to, whether it's Vanderbilt, whether it's Missouri, or whether it's South Carolina,
0: they're going to lose another game. Are like, sure about Kentucky? I, I think they're going to beat Kentucky. At Kentucky? I know they don't have Benny Snell. I know, I know they... I, they lose yeah, the offensive know, weapon I there. I'm not, I, I just don't think I think defensively, that's like a 10 to 7 game written all over it yeah, in 2 weeks. It's going
2: to be
1: close. Yeah. But, but 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 by the way, that could be their loss. Like I mentioned, they're going to lose a yeah. game to a team they don't expect. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And the reason I say that I also think you're going to see the Missouri Tigers play pretty good football, but also they don't play anybody. So Missouri doesn't Missouri. I think Missouri could be 8-0. They start the season at Wyoming, should be a win. They go to West Virginia, which this year should be yeah, a win. It should be a win. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. They go to Seminole, I think. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they play Seminole? I think it's Seminole. Is that a college?
0: What's South, the Southeastern Missouri State in week you know, is three? That it is? Yeah.
1: That's a win. I think they beat South Carolina because of Kelly Bryant. They beat Troy. They beat, they beat Old Miss. They beat Vanderbilt. Finally. They play Kentucky at Kentucky, which might be their first loss. They could be 7-8-9-0, right? I- I'm telling you. Now, yeah, that's a good point. they play Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Arkansas. Somehow they're going to lose three games. Yeah. But I think Kelly Bryant—by the way, Missouri cannot play in a postseason game as of right now. They've appealed it, but they're probably going to lose. They're it's a very still, good point. right? Which means, by the way, if you get banned—so if you're a college football program, you, you get banned. You, you get banned from a bowl game. Your players can transfer without losing a year of eligibility and play right away. Mm-hmm. Guess how many Missouri players transferred? One. Wow. So they kept all their talent. Then they did lose Drew Locke, but they gave him a ring.
0: Are they going to do the, the Penn State, give him a ring for the Ring of Honor? I, I, I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm telling for you those right those now. For those that don't know, when Penn yeah. State, the Jerry Sandusky stuff came down, mm-hmm. I think the only one who transferred was Monty Ball, right? No, not Ball. Who transferred the USC? The running
1: back. It wasn't ball. Ball went to Wisconsin. Oh, shoot! I'll think of it. Same he's class talking.
0: as Bonnie Ball. Yeah, but he's the only one who transferred, and because of that, Bill O'Brien, now coach of the Houston Texans, uh, he made the case to put the the 2012 Penn State team mm-hmm. into Penn State's Ring of Honor. So it was a cool moment. That was the pen, That was the the Bill O'Brien quote said they were a bunch of fighters and sounded said they're a bunch of fuckers because somehow the audio got distorted right, that right. badly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but that's a, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. That's kind of why I had them a little lower is because of the, the suspensions, the sanctions, all that sort of stuff. I know Kelly Bryant should help the team out a lot. Uh, defensively, I had my question marks, but that's a really good point. They don't really play a ton of ton of serious talent. Another one where S- Southeastern S- Missouri State is an FCS school. They, yeah, yeah. So it looks they're like they're right. playing numbers number eighteen and then uh <laughs> that's one of their three preseason ranked opponents. Yeah. But um Silas Red. Silas Red, okay. Who
1: by the way did end up going as signed as an undrafted free agent but was out of football by uh 2016, 2015, basically. All right, Bill so, O'Brien, way to let him go. Yeah, it didn't it, by the way, it was, supposed, it was supposed to be very talented, but he did never never sure. really figured it out. To that. Sure. So
0: yeah, um Can we talk about how Wyoming uses their logo? or the logo for the University of Wyoming used everywhere on the state sure you know you've been yes, to Jackson yes yeah everywhere yeah, the, the airport everywhere Jackson, right? it's but small, it's awesome it's small
1: state small state
0: absolutely no I, I agree with you um, yeah so I have so I know we I'll just jump to Kentucky just since we're, we were on them um, I don't know I, I know they had a they had a nice year last year they lost Benny Snell he's now on the Steelers uh, I just feel like this team well they we lost Josh Allen too Yes, you're right. Josh Allen, the defensive prospect. Um, and I don't know. I, th- I think defensively they'll still be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I think it's a team that that could do some damage. It's nice that aside from Georgia, they host a lot of their big opponents, like Missouri, like Florida, like Louisville, their in-state rival, who now they completely own that rivalry. But Tennessee, who, who the fuck knows where that – that program is Arkansas West opponent they have to go to Vanderbilt mm-hmm. which might be tough uh, yeah I, I,
1: we're gonna get to the Commodores I got, I got I'm gonna but not yet Not yet. I'm gonna give them their due but go on yeah but then then similar
0: to your point on Missouri there at a conference schedule it's just terrible Toledo Eastern Michigan and Tennessee Martin I don't know I feel like this team and, and obviously Louisville I feel like this team could could do some damage I feel like they're gonna be a, a Bet the under special if you're uh, so inclined to make those sort of bets. If you're pessimistic like that, I don't know. I, I offensively, it's certainly going to struggle that way, and that's sort of the, the idea of the East this year. Is yeah, I feel like South Carolina, you can see something out of out of them, but outside of Georgia, I feel like offensively, you're not going to see a ton of talent in this division.
1: No, right. I will tell you this. So. To me, this is a big year for Kentucky. Not even to compete for the title. Sure. To show that they've gained a lot. I mean, they, they've, they've dumped over $100-plus plus million into that program in the stadium. They've done so much. Um, you've got Terry Wilson returning a quarterback who, more of a running quarterback, but a low-risk passer. He's a junior. Um, they, they did lose so much. But I, I, I think I, I'm with you. I think there's still something they can do. Cash Daniel at middle linebacker is going to be very good for them. They've got a six nine three hundred ten pounder on the defensive line, Calvin Taylor, um, and Stoops is Mark Stoops is a great recruiter there for them. Sure, I, I think this is. I just feel like they've got to. They're a year away from not. I'm not saying they're gonna. They're anywhere near the class of Georgia. No. But from being one of those second tier SEC schools who has the opportunity to make a New Year's a New Year's Six Bowl and to make some noise
0: and maybe I make think an upset. Be great. I yeah. know Kentucky basketball is. Their big, their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. I think it's great though to have one of the traditionally great basketball schools. Like, remember when, the one random year when we were in high school when Kansas was good. Yeah. It's just funny to see, right? Not even, uh, not because it's funny, but it's just great to see that sort of stuff. To Go see, Kansas, but yes, um, we'll always root for Kansas. Oh yeah, Rock Chalk Jacob. I, I I like
1: Kentucky as the fourth team. Like I like Florida. I like I like. So we we're, we're, you have Georgia. You have Georgia, Florida. I have Georgia, Missouri. Now do you have Kentucky third? And you. Like where do you have?
0: Do you have Kentucky and Missouri? I'm go with Kentucky, you, you could. I could flip flop the two. Right. I'll go I, Kentucky gonna, third. Okay, Missouri four. I feel like the bottom three though. Well, uh, I, they separate. I think, they, I think there's, a,
1: there, there's a there's a there's a tier Georgia and then there's that that middle tier of, of Kentucky, uh, Florida, Missouri yeah. and then there's the the clear bottom tier. Yeah, it's
0: Zion, then a lot of good guys, right. and then the rest of the first round.
1: Right, Zion, JT Barrett, Cam, JT, JT Barrett, JT Barrett, Cam Reddish, and everybody else. Exactly. Right, I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um...
0: Your fiancé might not like it. No,
1: she <laughs> The hard part is, like, the, the bottom three teams, I actually I actually see a lot of good things yeah. from all three.
0: There's talent. There's nice. certainly talent, uh, but I feel like we can sum them all together of... Yeah, I like that they'll idea. They'll beat each other up. Yep. Not a lot else going on. Well,
1: I a couple of things. Okay. Tennessee does, like, you want Tennessee to be good again. This is a proud... Remember two years ago? God, I, I or missed... Or three years ago. Cra- I love their colors. three years ago. I love
0: their colors. When they played the Dobbs. game at the NASCAR stadium with Josh, Josh Dobbs. With Dobbs.
1: Um, they, they had some talent. Yeah. They, they've had, but they, had plenty Tech. of NFL talent that still comes through the pipeline so, here every so often. But Derek man, Barnett, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me that. The Volunteers are a proud football program. And there's a program that deserves... Like this is, the, They're fans and they deserve it better yeah. than what they've had.
0: Also, what a great fight
1: song. I love when well, I love when they do the stadium when they mix mismatch the colors. Oh yeah, the, uh, you, mean the are, checker, what do you mean the, checker, mismatch, the mismatch. checkers? 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 That terrible. I said something terrible. I said terrible. Leave me alone.
0: I I just um, I love when their basketball coaches wear the checkered pants. That's right. I know. I
2: know.
0: So I, I'm I'm, God,
1: I, I want to tell you they're gonna have a, a great year, a, a building year, if you will, I should say, um, but I'm not so. I'm just not so sure. I think there's just so so much they have to do. Um, I don't hate it, but I just feel like there's a lot of building there. You know, South Carolina, the same thing. Like like I think they're doing good things there, and they just have to continue to to kind of figure it out. Um, uh, Vanderbilt's got a couple guys, so I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and say like they can't make a couple decent plays. They've just got some 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 really p- p- poor everything. I mean, I mean, these three teams are at the bottom. I am I'm, I'm trying to
0: validate. Yeah, you're um, trying to give them some sort of talent. I, know. I mean, let me ask you this then. two a series of questions. Who is the best NFL prospect and who is the prospect?
1: Okay, well, the best NFL prospect, would you be surprised? I don't know enough about South Carolina's defense. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I, I gotta tell you, it you'd be surprised. It's Vanderbilt. Um, first of all, Vanderbilt had a great start to the year last year. Yes. But they always they always play a couple guys. Kayshawn Vaughn is a running back for Vanderbilt that you need to know about. Okay. He's an Illinois transfer and he did some huge things last year. Um, he is an all-purpose guy. can do everything. He's going to be an NFL player. I guess he's that good. Um, and he's done enough to he's, – he's everything for them. He is their entire offense. So they've – also, Jared Pickney, watch out for a tight end that might get drafted because tight ends in college tend to be much more low-key. Like you don't okay. hear a lot about them. Jared Pickney is going to be a guy that might be drafted. So they have some talent offensive skill position-wise. They just have nothing defensively, and they're not particularly good in the trenches. Like that's Vanderbilt's problem. Tennessee and South Carolina have built better lines than Vanderbilt has. Um, so I probably still has. I probably still have Vanderbilt on the bottom half of your schedule. Like in like in terms of losing. Um, yeah, but I got to tell you, if you're going to tune into a Commodore game, you want to watch. Kay, you want to watch Vaughn. He's going to do something every once in a while that's going to make your eyes pop. He had some huge. Huge game. Um, last five games in the season, he rushed for 749 yards. So he, it's all there for him. Um, and I think he's going to be – he's as good as Jordan Matthews was his years at Vanderbilt, by the way. Oh, yep, Jordan Matthews. People always forget, Vanderbilt's actually had some decent talent. You think of uh, Jay Cutler's come through there, Jordan Matthews. They had some players. But the, once again, the problem with, with, Van, with Vanderbilt is going to be their defense, which is probably why I have them at the bottom of the conference.
0: Yeah, uh, similar yeah. vote for me. Mm-hmm.
1: But, but again, I think Tennessee is doing enough good things. It's only the second year of, uh, of Jeremy Pruitt there, and so I think you're going to see something. They've got enough players. They're a young team, and they could do a couple things here or there. South Carolina as well. Uh, she Smith is a is a pretty good um, running back for them. I think they've got some guys who could do some things. So, uh, I think there's some positives to the lower half of the SEC uh, West. So, who's mean.
0: most likely to, to upset a top team?
1: Uh, I'm going to tell you Vanderbilt because of On. I think he's that good that they might surprise one team. One team. Well... See, then I go back to South Carolina. I think it's close Well, I go back and forth. Well, because South Carolina's got some... And they also play a lot of teams because they play Clemson because they're in South Carolina. They, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Vanderbilt. I think Vanderbilt might surprise somebody one time this year and and shock somebody. I could see them doing it. I really
0: could. I really could. All righty. All righty. Yeah, Let's go to the West.
1: Well, the West has traditionally been the powerhouse of yes. the SEC. Forgetting Alabama for a second, you got LSU, Texas A&M, and Auburn. We've had some pretty good years recently for Mississippi State mm-hmm. and Ole Miss. But it's still Alabama's conference to lose. Yep. They are, as you know, they are so loaded. Um, you think of Tua coming back, the presumed number one overall pick. I mean, yep. does it get any better than him? Probably other than Trevor Lawrence, as we've talked about. No. Um, you have a deep running back core. Led by a probable first first round pick in Najee Harris, who's been backing up Josh Jacobs, Damian Harris, and a number of other backs in his in his life. Jerry Judy is their number one wide receiver and the number one player on Mel Kiper's big board for the NFL. This guy can do everything. You got Jalen Waddle, you got Henry Ruggs, and Devontae Smith. They have four wide receivers. That could start on any other team, maybe, maybe other than Clemson in the nation. They are loaded at wide receiver. Two is going to light it up again. Um, God, they they might set records. They that they, they they might break records that they set last year. That's how good their offense is. You got to watch Judy. I mean, Waddle, Ruggs, and Smith. I, I, this is the one of the best offenses that Nick Saban has ever had in his life, which is. That's saying saying something. something Because, well, over the last couple years, because quite frankly, before this, he won pretty much solely on defense, to be completely honest with you. Um, He did. So I am just shocked. Now, you've known Alabama for their defensive side of the ball, and they still have so many, uh, like, just elite talents on defense. Uh, Watch out. Dylan Moses and... Unferny un- un- Jennings? Unferny Jennings? Unferny Jennings? Yeah, Jennings. I don't know about Jennings. Jennings. Both those guys are going to be incredible. Their def- their defensive secondary, which got burned by Alabama, got older and better in a good way. So there's really not a lot of negatives. I'm honest, There's just not. I mean, there's just not a lot of pieces of this team that you're concerned about. Yeah. I-, I can't. They lost guys, but God, they're they're just they're just. They're I mean, gonna always be, loses guys. They're no. gonna be so good again, and 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 by no, the way, I, Dylan Moses is gonna be as good
0: as you've ever seen. He's their middle linebacker. Yes, he, C.J.
1: Mosley, good.
0: Um, Ruben Foster before he got all screwed up, good. Like like, I find it crazy that their depth chart on Bama Insider writes it as. Mike, Sam, Whale, and Jack for their linebackers, which are middle linebacker, strong side, weak side, and Jack of all trades. Yes. Yeah. Linebacker, a, that, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Kind of the rover. Move them around, almost. yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, and they tend to have some ridiculous. It's funny that, they, it's funny the that they write it that way. Of yep. a three, four defense for right. those. No, more by they don't, formation. They
1: don't always play, by the way, as Nick Saban does, they, they move guys all the time. Yep. So it's a 3-4, it's a 4-3, it's a 3-3, it's a 4-4. Well, it's like what the
0: Eagles do in their 3-4. 4-2, right. How they, ha- how they had Chris Long sit da- set right. down as right. a defensive exactly. end. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly.
1: They're, they're going to move guys all over the map defensively. This Alabama team is as good as it's, gonna, as it's been. Like, they're, I know they got a little bit exposed. Yep. Saban's going to correct that. So I, I can't state that more to anybody um, in this case. And they're on another collision course... With, with Georgia, with Georgia, I, I, I,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, Auburn's the only team standing in their way. Is that no, no, no? I, I Right to say, or do you no, think? No,
1: I think LSU. I got to be honest. Yeah, you're I, right. You're right. I actually think LSU. I love
0: LSU, and I'm trying to temper my expectations. That's okay.
1: LSU. First of all, it's all on Burrow. Burrow. <sighs> if he can be better, they'll be better. Their defense is as good. That's if, what
0: concerns me. I know. Bro concerns me. Their, Their defense is going to be great. Their uh, defense is as good Their as... Their defense might be the best defense in the nation. Yes. It is equal... Uh, if I need to temper myself. Grant Del... I need to call myself... Dan. No, no, I, nah, I get that. Nap, Just take it Ed,
1: away. Ed is, is, is has been a, a godsend oh, oh He's given them a, a, a clean base, which is important. Um, they might have the best oh, defensive player in in all of college football. In Grant Del- Delprint, who is going to be a top... He's Eric Berry, who's another LSU guy. Like, he does absolutely, absolutely everything. Watch out for Tyler uh, uh, Selvin, another guy who can play from the defensive line. I mean, they they are utterly loaded on defense again. They're going to shut teams down all over the place. But typical of an LSU team, it's going to take a really good offense, led by Joe Burrow, to make them click, yep. like they, they have to find a way to be better offensively, to to, to stand up to these teams. And that's
0: what concerns me. Yes, is that you saw it last year, you saw it against Florida, mm-hmm. you saw it get really exposed against Alabama. They can have the best world class defense, and if your offense isn't clicking, then I'll you know you. you it entices me seeing six to one against Alabama. All this different stuff. And hoping that it's going to click that day. But I need to see something quick. And a week two visit to Texas, which is going to be awesome, basically 10 days from now. That's going to show a lot. They play Georgia Southern, Northwestern Mm -hmm. State on the other sides of that. Then they play Vandy before going on their bye week. Mm -hmm. Before they play Florida in the middle of October, we're going to know... We're either going to know a lot about this team because the offense needs to figure it out or we're going to think that everything's good and dandy and LSU's going to be the number four team in the nation and Florida's going to be number six and we're thinking this is the matchup of the century right. and Florida comes out. I feel like we talked about it 20 minutes ago they're going to yeah. lose in Alabama, but Florida's going to make it a lot closer than it is. LSU is a you know 10 point favorite, Florida makes it a 3 point game
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's what I'm afraid of and that offense concerns me and I want to temper my expectations as someone that's really enjoyed LSU I want to go down there oh, I have not yet great
1: program, love their colors, I love their style
0: yeah. Yep, love Coach O a lot of that comes from a certain yeah. podcast I listen to but that's neither here nor there I want you to watch out for John Emery who's a freshman running back for them I think also the, the closing game against Texas A&M. Oh well, we're, yeah, we're we're gonna get Texas, Texas A&M very shortly. Like I, I want to make that clear because yes. we got to talk. That's yep. That's like a you're getting into a new Year's six bowl or not game, right? Because the the Auburn game. The reason why I throw Auburn out is the team that could stop Alabama is the Iron Bowl. Reason why by why Alabama didn't get in two years ago, and you know it's. They're they're the team that always ends up being it. The kick six, mentioned it before. Texas A&M can certainly do it. LSU can certainly do it. But every time we think one of those teams can do it, last year LSU, a couple years ago Texas A&M, they fall flat on their face. So that's why I went with Auburn as the potential outing of a stopper.
1: No, I, I get that. I would tell you this. So Joe Burrow's back. Six of the top seven targets are back. Eight players are back on the offensive line, which I know sounds weird, but they've had some turnover. And so there's a lot offensively to like because you've got returning guys. But mm-hmm. it's, on, it's on Burrow. He's got to be as good as Tua uh, to make it happen. And sure. I,
0: I, I don't know if he can be. I don't know. If, I, I'm i not sure. I need to be, see a lot. They're going to be a tough out. I need to see a lot. So you got A&M three behind LSU where you, where by you like
1: and, by like a hair
0: by a hair over because I gotta tell you I really
1: like Texas A and M
0: yeah let's talk Texas A and M and Auburn and then the rest of the West I feel like we can kind of gloss over yeah uh, and, and go I, to the Big Ten Auburn because Auburn
1: I mean any other honestly any almost any other conference Pac twelve mm-hmm. Big Twelve ACC minus Clemson the teams we're talking about right now would be teams that I would consider winning yep. the conference. LSU, they're all that good. They're all that good. Um, I'm taking Texas A&M next. Okay. Jimbo Fisher can get it done. I, I, quite frankly, I I I think we I think people are underestimating him uh, and his ability to um, to recruit. Kellen Mond is a guy who nearly beat Clemson last year. And he's coming back. Yep, the That's weapons. A very good point. The weapons are there, man. It's a
0: bummer that that the Clemson game is at Clemson. I know. It's at I Clemson. Know. It's week Cause, two.
1: I if it was at, if it was, at, if it was with, if at College Station it. with twelve man, uh, twelve man, I, I might consider that. Which, granted,
0: if it was at, if it was at Clemson last year, it's probably not as close as it was a year ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so it being at Death Valley, Death Valley East. Want to call it? I feel like that's disrespectful, Clemson. That Clemson, uh, I I don't know. I don't know if it's as close as we as we want it to be. It's not like that pit, the pit Penn State challenge that that when you know when Penn State lost to Pitt three years ago, Pitt comes to Penn State. We think it's going to be a lot closer. Penn State does the Penn State thing and beats the shit out of them. Saquon Barkley's senior year, all that good stuff. Yeah, I just I think Clemson ends up. Pulling away from it. They have a lot of tough away games. They get to host Alabama. That's great. But then versus South Carolina could be tough. At Georgia, at LSU is a tough way to close out the year.
1: No, it is. It is. And, I, and that's why I'm not, I don't think they're going to necessarily be there late. Yeah. Um, I, I like them at like 8-4, and four, the three losses in the conference. Okay. One more, one less loss than Auburn. I guess that's where I am. Uh, and this is a uh, this is a program that is absolutely, to me, trending in the hundred percent right direction. Sure. If the defense can get better,
0: that's a good point. And we've seen Jimbo
1: Fisher pull that out. And I think that's the why, Florida State I team think, that he I won a national think championship. with. That's wins. why I'm so high on them. Yeah. Is because of Jimbo Fisher. Like I, and, and and it's tough because quite frankly putting Auburn below them is hard for me to do, and we're gonna because we're gonna talk about Auburn. Auburn. Let's, talk,
0: let's talk. about Auburn. Auburn. Auburn has a really nice home schedule,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the big thing that I love about it, they don't have a home game. Pa- they don't have an away game past Halloween. That's that's great. Which is huge. They host the Iron Bowl at the end of the season. They host Georgia. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened in 2013 when they came out of nowhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, they're the team that can stop Alabama on a year in, year out. They're anything the team can, that happen, it anything close.
1: can happen in the Iron Bowl, man. Anything can
0: happen in the Iron Bowl. That's why I'm a little higher than you do, I think. I agree. Jimbo Fisher has a lot to offer there. I just think especially we'll see a lot this weekend against against Oregon. But they only play one, two, three, four away games. Granted, at Texas A and M, at Florida, Arkansas, okay, and at LSU. Yeah, they're the hardest away games you could probably have on nah, your yep. schedule. Yep, and that's
1: and that's why I think they. Again, that's why I think they kind of slip. I, I do sure.
0: like sure. I do like eight and four. They could be eight and four. Could be nine and three. They're not a college football playoff team. I'll say that. Yeah, but they could they could be the team that makes the difference of the Alabama LSU triangle. Remember the Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State triangle that right. almost happened a couple yeah. years yes. ago. Yes, yes, yes. That could happen because of no, because of, of Auburn and,
1: and Gus Malzahn's on the hot seat. there. Yep. he is. Um, Bo Nix is the freshman. He's going to start. I mean, there's there's huge hopes for him, and i yep. they need to hit. They need to hit on on him because Stidham did not live up to expectations. Mm-hmm. They really haven't had a really good quarterback since Cam Newton, um, who led them all away the national championship game. So, uh, But that being said, they they do have maybe the best defensive lineman in college football, if not the best defensive player in college football in Derrick Brown. I mean, 6'5", 3'18". He had a huge year last year. He's joined by Nick Coe. Um, on the defensive line, and, and, and they are both just they're going to be dominant up the middle, which you need. You've got to have a guy like that. If you're going to compete with Alabama and, and Georgia, you've got to have a great defensive line, and they have that. They certainly have it. Auburn, like many teams in the SEC, is they're known for their defense. They're known for their defense. They've always had a great defensive line. Um, we're going to see if they have everything else together as well. I just think they have so many question marks offensively. Even with a great defense, if Gus Malzahn can't do something offensively, I am concerned for his longevity in Auburn this year. So I think yeah. defensively they're right there with the contenders. That's fair, but it's and, and, but it's offensively they, they might have less than LSU does, but but again you're putting all your eggs and I don't I don't hate it. You're putting all your eggs in the Bow Nicks basket, and why not? Why not? It's by the way it's the first time since nineteen forty six they've had a true freshman starting this year. Holy sh uh, Yeah. But but there's a huge trend for that. When you think about Tua, when you think about Trevor Lawrence, Tim Tebow kind of started it. There's a trend to have – Johnny Manziel, there's a trend to have freshmen. Freshmen quarterbacks are developed enough now compared to years ago where they can be day one starters in college football, which, by the way, if you are a college football coach, that's better for you. You get three years out of them as a starter instead of two to one. Why not have that stability in your program? Yeah. Um, I just, to me, it's offense. It's offense that gets me. Um, yeah.
0: I, th- th- that's yeah. the difference point between Alabama and the other three teams. Yeah. Yep. And I think Auburn, LSU, because Auburn, anything can happen in, in the Iron Bowl, that's why I give the edge to them. I'd love for LSU to be that team, but I have ridden that roller coaster ride a number of times throughout the last couple of years, especially last year. So I'm going to go with Auburn. It's Alabama's to lose. Alabama Georgia collision course. Um want to quickly run through these last three teams SEC West. Yeah. Similar to the, the East, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State.
1: I think Arkansas is the biggest trajectory going up. Yeah, I, I like I what they've done there. Mississippi State to me. Has a they lost a lot of pieces from the the Mullen time frame? They're gonna have to continue to rebuild. rebuild and Ole Misses is Ole Misses is just they're
0: disaster.
1: Ridden. Oh, they're a disaster right yeah, now. It's I, a complete I, shit show. Yeah, um, Rich Rodriguez is back there as an assistant, but I don't think that matters. Um, I do tell you though, I gotta tell you, Arkansas is doing <clears throat> the right things. So that's the one thing I want to point out. If you're an Arkansas fan. Um, Chad Morris, I'm sorry, Ben Hicks is coming there at a quarterback because Chad Morris is the is the is the coordinator there. Um, I like the way Arkansas is tra- is traject is, is is pushing to kind of regain some footing it had. It is an incredibly deep, deep division, by the way. When the the teams we just named have been some of the best teams in college football over the last decade, and that includes those bottom teams. It, so that's impressive, but I do think it's Georgia Alabama at the end of the day, and they clash. I I think agree LSU it, can easily make a New Year's Six bowl. I think Texas A and M and Auburn will knock on the
0: door. I agree. I, I, I'm, yeah. It's
1: still, it's still the best conference in my opinion in college football.
0: I absolutely Talk agree, and I think if not for if not for the bottom of the Big Ten West, yes, would. The Big Ten challenged the SEC. I think the top of the Big Ten West for the first time in Ooh. a while is actually decent.
1: Yeah, I. It's not you. just
0: Wisconsin's to I lose. I think
1: because of obviously the fall, last year, yeah. it was because of the the weakness of the Pac-12 and the ACC as we've discussed, and the fall of a lot of teams of the last five years of the Big Twelve.
2: Because mm-hmm.
1: for a while, I think the Big Twelve was the second best conference in football. I think the Big Ten is is to me is substantially number two. Yep. I, but I do still think because of the West it's it's very number two I, I gotta be honest I struggle
0: with some of the yeah I mean this is a conference where I think the West similar to last year with where, where Northwestern won it that a lot of different teams in the big Ten West could uh, could make a d- number of different Different waves, if you yeah. will. Throughout Are we, we starting in the go? West, by the way? Let's start in the okay.
1: West. And by the way, I want to just make a statement about the West. The team that is expected to recreate this this division isn't Wisconsin or Iowa. It's Nebraska. Yep. Um, I don't think they're going to win the division this year, but Nebraska's – they brought Nebraska in from the Big 12, and, and, and I think people forget that Nebraska, similar to – we talked a little bit about blue bloods in college basketball a while ago. We, yes. we had a discussion. We talked about how um, you know, how some teams have kind of fallen out of favor, like Indiana or even UCLA. Nebraska is one of college football's best blue blood, blue blood programs ever, mm-hmm. ever. I mean, you look back at Nebraska football history, the Cornhuskers are probably a top ten, if not a top five, College football program. Yeah, and they have I fallen on some hard times. Now, Dominic, Last Ten years. Yes, even Adamek and Sue's attempts to regain their status have
0: failed. Yeah, like they they are they are in. Well, the problem was they were in a Pac twelve that had the end of the Mac Brown dominant. Big twelve. Tech, Big, 12, or, Big 12. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. No, 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 you're right. Though. Big twelve. End of Mac. End of Mac Brown. <laughs> dominant football. Right. Right. And you're in that conference. Colorado was decently good in the in the big and tw- the uh, big 12 north they won a couple of those division titles you make the big 12 championship game so they think again kind of coming back to that conversation we had before Texas and Oklahoma may leave we don't know what they're gonna do so we're gonna make a move and, and they were the one of the first groups to make a move out of the big out of the big 12 they went to the big Ten in 2010 2011 one or the other Pretty early yeah, on in the decade. Eleven, I think. They've Pretty been- early on in the decade. And you know, uh they've obviously since Rutgers and Maryland came over, they've made the Big Twelve Champion or the Big Ten Championship game. And it's been kind of a weird run for them of being in this division where I don't even want to say it's just been rough for them. They've been they've run through the gambit. I think this is a year that that could be good for them. I don't know if it's ultimately their big comeback season. Last year was was another season that was from hell, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know where where do you want to start with this division? Well, I know. I think I think we should start with. Like, I think Wisconsin is the best team in this division. I think so too. I
1: think. It's I think there's close, still... but I think it's them. Yeah. They are as locked in with a how they operate program as as all in all of college football. They 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 always seem to have a great running back. Yep. They seem to have a better than advertised defense and they have a poor a poor uh, average to poor passing game. But that's what's held Wisconsin back. They are good enough to beat every team they face in the regular season, but they are going to never make a, a college football playoff and they are never going to make a, a a big like like they're not they, they're just a team that seems never be able to bring a enough to the table to get there. Um Jonathan Taylor is fantastic. Yep, he's a first round running back prospect. He's a guy who can do everything you want. So. I, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, he might be the best running back in college football. I, I tend to think it's it, it's Etn or, or Swift. Yeah, I think it's Travis or, Etn or but... or maybe Najee Harris to be honest. But Taylor sure. is as consistent as it comes. They they just – who is their white? is it is it Jack? Whiteouts
0: wideouts, right. not exciting. The quarterback situation's up in the air. Their away schedule's tough, having to go to Ohio State, to Nebraska, to Minnesota. Yeah. That's tough to see. It, yeah. Um, Even they host Michigan. They host Northwestern, which that game last year was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, you know it's it's favorable that you host that you host Iowa. Uh, this division so up in the air for me. So right. I yeah. I I agree they're the most talented team in the Big Ten West. I could see Iowa pulling this thing out. Mm. I could see Wisconsin pulling it out. Are I don't know if Northwestern repeats.
1: I, yeah, because that
0: was such a it was such a run by the right. by the Wildcats. But well, I love this because I love
1: Pat Fitzgerald. I love Pat Fitzgerald. I love that program. Is there a it's more... More minutes,
2: though? That's true.
1: Is, are there more two traditional college football programs than Wisconsin and Iowa? No. These are guys who they start seniors. They are run-heavy offenses. They, they are, are just – and it's not necessarily a bad thing because it does – sometimes being different is good. But my concern with both those programs, as great as they are, like do they have a spark? Do they have something that's going to throw them over the top? And, well, Jonathan Taylor's great. I get that. But they've had so many just fantastic running backs. I mean, Melvin Gordon was a Wisconsin mm-hmm. guy. James White was a Wisconsin guy. You know, you think of Jonathan Taylor. They've just they've had so many great running backs come out of Wisconsin. So many of the same type of player. So many of the same type of gritty defensive guys. They, they just never had a quarterback. And, and Russell Wilson went there as his, in his graduate year and didn't have the success you were expecting.
0: Yep. So,
1: again, I I hope they're better for their sake, but mm-hmm. but I'm I can't tell you they are. Um, but I like them to win, and I, I like Iowa bright. I like Iowa right behind them. It, they might tie for for losses, but Wisconsin
0: beats yeah, them. Yeah, Wisconsin wins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kirk Ferentz is one of the best coaches in the nation. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of Bill Snyder at Kansas State, a guy that's going to win a lot of regular season games, he's going to be a legend when he retires, yep. but never got his team over the home.
0: Yeah, I, I think the difference is, is, is I like you said, I think Iowa has to go to Wisconsin, they have to go to Nebraska, and Nebraska has to go. They host Wisconsin, which I think is interesting. They host Wisconsin and Iowa, which is why they might be able to pull it there. They have a very hard cross-division schedule, having to Play Ohio yep. State, and they have they have to go to Purdue, which is never a fun place no. to play. Minnesota, top Purdue. Purdue's got some players, right? Minnesota could could show up. I mean, I don't know. I, it's just going to be tough to see how this all shakes out. It'll be fun to watch of who pulls it out, but that's the problem that plagues the East, which we'll get to in a few minutes. And I don't want to gloss over this whole division because, like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent, but it's it's just tough because we can't stand out with one school versus another. Aside from looking at individual talents, and we could go into a lot of these different guys and who's going to be finalists for different awards. Which the Big Ten always sneakily gets a lot of these finalists in, and they end up being great NFL prospects. Right.
1: Well, hey, Iowa, hey, Jake. Epine- a lot, yeah, exactly. A lot it was of them end up a backup out of, last year with ten sacks.
0: Yep. I can play. They come out of the Big yep. Ten West.
1: Yep.
0: Um, yeah. So I think it's Wisconsin, Iowa, maybe Nebraska. They're probably a, a one C, uh, one a and point. Half I like that. tier. One C. Yep. Um, I don't know who I have next though, because well, Northwestern. I don't think is going to be as good as they were last year. Like I mentioned, I think last year was a bit of a uh, bit of a run. For them, and I don't know if they can repeat it. They have to go to Wisconsin, to Nebraska, to Indiana, to Illinois. They get to host Ohio State, so I guess that's something good. But I don't know. I just think it's going to be tough for Pat Fitzgerald to match a nine and five record like they did a year ago. Um, and, and, uh, you, you lose Clayton Thorson. The, the yep. now, now an eagle. Yeah, I'm
1: not as. Not as high at all. Um, I, I, look, I mean, I
0: think they could be. I, I, think, they could coming, I com- think they could miss a whole game. Coming, I honestly think they could miss a whole game. I know game. Hunter Johnson coming over from Clemson is a big deal, but I they have to host Michigan State. Michigan yeah. State's kind have of a bounce back here. Um, I mean, they get to play UMass. They have to go to Stanford. UNLV could surprise some people. I, just, I mean, their
1: schedule is really difficult. Yeah, uh, I I see them as the fifth team.
0: I like that.
1: So we, we talked. Let's talk a little bit about before we get to my surprise team in in this in this division. The Oscars are a big name right now. Like, like Scott Frost has done a, a rebounding them from their just awful start. I mean,
0: I mean atrocious start. Yeah.
1: And Adrian Martinez was a uh, was a, a freshman last year. This is a Heisman guy. Yep. Go to Vegas. He's on the list. Like he's that good. Yes. Um, you, can, you can throw they, out some money they for. They won four of six down the stretch. I don't know if they're that good at, but I do I do believe in a second year uh jump and this is Nebraska.
2: Yeah the, the, I, blue, I, chip I, name.
0: the blue chip I still name think
1: helps. they're fourth I got to be honest.
0: Nebraska's fourth or Northwestern's fourth.
1: Nebraska is fourth. I okay. have Northwestern is fifth. Ooh. And I going to well, yeah but again I, I like they're ranked coming into the year 24th. You know, they make some noise at Colorado, which is going to be a tough game. Sure. Yep. Yeah, but then they're going to they're going to have a tough stretch, tough stretch with OSU, Northwestern, Minnesota. You know, then they end the year with Wisconsin and Iowa. I'm not saying they can't and Maryland, which I think is going to be a tougher route. Um, I think their schedule is a little more difficult. So I, I just think they have some growing pains.
0: I like that. But I like them being like bowl
1: eligible, and I like people saying, "Wow, this team this team might be really, really good." Okay. Next year. Martinez being a junior and maybe his last year there. My surprise team is a team that I've been waiting to be good for a while. And that's the Minnesota Golden Golfers. Okay. I like that a lot. Minnesota. The last time I remember them being good is they had a running back. I think Lawrence Maroney was up there, right?
0: He was. Okay, He is a Minnesota
1: product. One of the reasons why I'm high on them is they don't really play anybody. <laughs> They're going to roll
0: early. It's not a bad take. Yep, They play an interesting out-of-conference schedule, hosting the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. You may remember them from yep. March Madness. But yep. they are a quality FCS team. Uh, Fresno State and Georgia, Georgia Southern, two lower-tiered group of five teams. Uh, at Fresno State, not a bad choice of an away game for out-of-conference. Uh, and the thing that concerns me... They have to go to Iowa, to Northwestern. They host Wisconsin for the end of the year for Paul Bunyan's axe. Uh, Penn State has to come in. That's their one Eastern opponent, along with Rutgers, but Rutgers doesn't really count, I feel like. Um, (laughs) Oh, Maryland's also the East. But, um, yeah, that's actually a really good point, though, because they they host Illinois. They host Nebraska, which I feel like is probably one of the most pivotal games of of the Western division because of what – mainly because if they beat Nebraska, it makes the Paul bunyan Axe battle oh so much more important. Right. Because it could turn – depending on how Wisconsin does, it could turn that game into being for a berth in the Big Ten Championship game, which is what they're hoping out of these right. rivalries. Um, I don't know. They bring in a lot of talent. You mentioned running backs. Their defense should be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks, are they, are they looking good there? What, what's the
1: deal with that? I Well, a couple things. So, so, so one of the concerns they have is uh, Jax, J- Zach Anikstad is in. Okay. So Tanner Morgan's probably going to do most of the playing for them. But they, 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 they played a lot last year, both were freshman quarterback. They got Tyler Johnson, their star receiver, back after he decided to stay and not go pro, which I think is a huge deal. Um, let's talk about their schedule a little bit last year. This is kind of why I'm excited. So... They smoked Purdue, who beat Ohio State 41-10. to 10. They obliterated Wisconsin in Madison, 37-15, to 15, and they, they hammered a, a fading Georgia Tech team in the bowl game. They also lost to Maryland, Nebraska, and Illinois by pretty big numbers. So that it's the up and down, but the up portion says, okay, the talents there were just super young. We've got freshmen at run, quarterback, we've got freshmen and sophomore at running back. I PJ Fleck is a great coach coming from uh, Western Michigan. I, I I don't know. I just I guess I just have a, a, a scent about this team making some noise this year. Also because once again as we talk they don't have necessarily a sure loss on the team. So, um, I mean they got a 400 pound uh, lineman by the way, and Daniel Falelli. Fal, Faleli F A A L E L E. So again, I, think, I think they're going to run the ball. I think they've got some good players, and they do just enough to win some surprising games. and, okay. and I like them, and kind of lock. I like them in that third spot, but then again, they could also finish fifth or even sixth. Because I say all this stuff about the Big Ten uh, West, and I, we haven't even talked about Purdue yet.
0: Let's say Purdue. I feel like it's surprise that they'd be. More likely of a surprise team for me. Let's quickly go through them mm-hmm. in Illinois and then go over to the East. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think Purdue brings a lot to the table. They have a de- actually a decently good schedule aside from having to go to Penn State and Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, they, they have a couple good host hosting games. We mentioned it a couple times in the Big 12 pod hosting TCU. That could be an interesting yeah, game to right. watch out <laughs> for. yep. yep. Hosting Nebraska, big, Indiana, decently big. Uh, at Wisconsin, at thor- Northwestern, the Northwestern game that always ends up seeming to be this weird pseudo rivalry, right? Uh, but I would they host Minnesota, your, that. your surprise team early yep. in September. Mm-hmm. That could that could really change a lot of things. Again, I think that's kind of the theme of the of the Big Ten West. It's just a division that could go any which way and every single week the narrative could flip on a dime. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot of that this year. Yeah.
1: I, I gotta tell you something. You want to you watch a Purdue. Purdue comes on TV. You want to watch. Rondell Moore is elite. Okay. He's one of the best players in all of college football. This is a guy who might win some awards this year. And that you don't know uh, because he plays for Purdue, and Purdue's had some players. So I don't want—I'm not trying to like totally just crush Purdue here, but he had—he uh, had a ton of yards last year. Yep. Uh, 1,200 yards receiving, 12 touchdowns, 114 receptions He's in a one of
0: the best slot receivers in the Big Ten.
1: One of the best receivers in the nation. Yes, he's one of the best slot receivers. slot
0: receivers? Because he's 5'9", 180. No, I know, I know, I, know I agree. No, 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 I'm, I'm letting the letting the nation oh, yeah. know. No, no, I get the nation.
1: This is a guy you're going <laughs> to see on Sundays shortly. Yeah, um, he can probably run a sub four point three forty. He is as fast as you can find out there. Specimen. Oh, this guy is everything. Also, he's also everything in Purdue. He missed n- more tackles than any receiver in the country last year. Like he has every move you want. I'm trying to think of a player who might match up with him in the pros. Um think of a wide receiver with just with just unreal moves. Like like he's better I, he honestly projects to be better than Jarvis Landry. He's one of the best slot receivers in football. Like this wow. this guy is is that He's
0: a sophomore. So we're getting two more years of this oh, guy.
1: Oh yeah, he's that good at Purdue. That good. So, I just... He's worth... Like I said, he's worth tuning in for. If a Purdue game's on, turn it on and see if you can find him doing something absolutely ridiculous. All right. Um, all, all American as a true freshman. First ever true freshman in Big Ten history to have that honor. So, I'm just going to throw all it out righty. there. I'm just going to throw it out there for you. Anything um, on Illinois? Oh, and he... Well, real quick. He caught 12 passes for 170 yards and two touchdowns when they thrashed Ohio State for a 20 Okay. Illinois after people kind of thought they were rising back up five years ago. Lovey. Have faded. Yeah. It's, uh, God, I mean, more than Illinois pro- I Illinois mean, football. Illinois football. Somewhat of a shame, but, again, someone's got to be the bottom feeder. Yeah, no, they've, they're they in a class of their own. I know he's trying, but, God, it's just. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. i got to be up front. There's just. Yeah no, I, I don't see them going in the right direction at all. Yeah, sadly I don't yeah.
0: either. Uh, all right, let's go to the East. Yes. Where the where the real blue, brunt, blue bloods blue bloods should we brood, brood. uh quickly gloss over the bottom and yeah. then get get into the real talent Packers. Like what are they bringing in?
1: Oh, uh, they're bringing a the media market.
0: New York, yeah, they're bringing they're New, in New York.
1: York. It's kind of why they're in the division, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's and, what the that's what that Big Ten commercial tells me. Right,
1: I mean that's that's. That's Same like with
0: Maryland bringing in D.C., although Maryland brings in some talent. I
1: I do like Maryland a little bit better um, than Rutgers. I I think they've done a couple really good things there. Um, when you think about some of the stuff they've wanted to to bring over, but again, another team that even with Josh Jackson coming in from Virginia Virginia Tech, they've got at least a year or two um, from now. And Indiana continues to.
0: Be interesting. Be in, uh, yeah, I guess the post Jordan Howard years mm. have been uh, scarce. Well, I gotta tell you something. Indiana is as consistent as they
1: get, winning between four and six games over the last fourteen years. So you know what you're gonna get uh, from Indiana. But I think the real fun begins after that.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Now uh, let's let's we this is the what we do. Let's go from the bottom to the top of the of the top four teams. I think the fourth team is pretty locked in for me. That's Michigan State.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I think they have a bounce back here. Yep. Because last year was tough Mm -hmm. for Sparty. Um, But yeah, I think as much as I'd like to think Ohio State post Urban Meyer has a little bit of a step back. Penn State losing a number of different guys (laughs) and talent has a setback. Yeah. I think Ohio State has the talent to not – Step back. I think Penn State is a great coach I agree. to not step back. Michigan State, I don't know if it's as locked in as you might think for fourth place. I think the thing that they probably have the worst against them is a tough schedule. They have to go to Northwestern. That's going to be tough. Northwestern, especially that weird eleven thirty home game that Northwestern always gets. Teams coming west to it, always kind of fucks them up. They have to go to Ohio State. They have to go to Wisconsin. They host Penn State, which I think is actually huge. We've seen this happen a couple times. Penn State's come in thinking that they're going to have a huge week, and Michigan State stifled them. They have to go to Michigan, though, and that's going to be tough. Rounding out their in-conference away schedules at Rutgers, that's a win. We went over that. But yeah, I I think the reason why their Big 10 East fourth status is because they have to go to the top two teams. Yep. And I think Penns they could make some noise against Penn State. That's why I don't think they're as locked in for fourth. But I do think but again, I think James Franklin's crafty enough and has mm-hmm. seen this story play out before of going to Michigan State and knows what to look out for against Sparty, especially a late October game. I know Sparta will be coming off a bye week. So I'm going to give the edge to Penn State there. But Michigan State... Yeah, it's... It's there. I think they're fourth place.
1: Well, I I also think they're fourth place. They, they, they've got some players. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're Le, certainly talented. Well,
0: sure. coming back on, on, at quarterback is going to be great. It's going to be a huge bounce yeah. back here for them last year obviously was right. a huge disappointment. Right.
1: You kind of expect Connor Hayward or Ladarius Jefferson with some of the wide but receivers that's to think the,
0: But that's the the thing with the rest of this division is everybody's bringing everybody back. Right.
1: No, no, no. That's an uh, Kenny uh Walecki's on the on the defensive line is a top 10, top twenty draft pick. Sure. So, so they've got plenty of talent. Um, I just think the rest of the, as you said, the rest of the conference division brings guys back, and and is just is simply more talented. Yep. Um, and I think that does start with Penn State. Um, I have Penn State at number three, but it's it's close. I think Penn State has the opportunity to to be in a New Year's Six bowl. Um, I think James Franklin has been doing the right things, and I'm very. I, I think Penn State could be number two. Yeah, I think they could... easily. They, they could easily be number two. Yeah. I'm saying they're they're similar to. We just talked about how it's Alabama, Auburn, LSU. I find Penn State to be very Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State to be very similar in yes. that ranking. I really do. Um, Penn State is going to be a very difficult team to beat. I think As it's, we talked about they have the best atmosphere, home atmosphere in all college football. So I think it's there.
0: tough. They have to go to Michigan State. That's true. Yep. I think James Franklin's seen that story before, yep, so he's. Yes. Well aware of it. Obviously, two years ago at Ohio State, the wacky game that that was. This year, it's in late November, which there's two things that concern me. It's their second-to-last game, and it's, no, it's a That's road tough. game. Yep. Second-to-last game when Rutgers is your last opponent,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's either they're going to be completely zoned in, ready to make an upset, especially with Ohio State. You know who their last opponent is. Yep. Michigan. There's serious upset potential there. But it could also be the reverse because Penn State's playing Rutgers. So that's – I mean that's probably to me, outside of the Michigan-Ohio State game at the end of the year, the second most important game in the Big Ten, which is why I'm not – I won't say anything to spoil the rest of my other two. But it's it's so pivotal of how Penn State will do in that game – what concerns me is some of the talent. They're not bringing back. They bring back a lot, but they lose Chase McSorley. They lose Miles Sanders. And we just have to see how their offense clicks in. They have three straight home games, which I think is great for them. Yep, It's tremendous. And they go to a bye week. They have to play Maryland, who has given Penn State trouble in the past. And if Maryland comes out... Gives them, you know, gives them a little more that they can chew in the first half, then we'll really see a lot out of this Penn State team. So I, I want to see that in the Purdue game mm-hmm. to see what we're getting out of this squad. Uh, they go to Iowa. It's going to be a tough game. Play Michigan. I feel like that's a loss. Uh, but who knows? It's a home game. We know what Penn State-Michigan at home at and Happy Valley has been like before. But how... James Franklin molds this team. I think is their key storyline, especially as the season goes on.
1: No, yeah, and, and, and it becomes like you moving on from a great era of Trace McSorley. McSorley, so can Sean Clifford deal with this? Can Can Ricky Slade coming off of two great running backs in Saquon Barkley and Miles Sanders, can he pick up the slack? There is there is so much talent for this team. They are they are that close. Uh, Hamler offensively but I, I just I think they're the third place team this year I'd like to say they're second but I think the two big dogs are gonna truly
0: truly battle it out um, Sean Clifford apparently was in the same home room as my cousin David oh, yeah. Dennison at St. X in Cincinnati I didn't know that that's pretty cool yeah my, my uncle texted me my uncle's a big Michigan fan I said Is "Okay, David gonna be upset when the Wolverines sack him all night oh there it is. They said no, they weren't that good of friends. There it is. So my, my cousin who goes to DePauw in uh in Indiana.
2: <laughs>
0: he's got his head on the street. Well, I mean I like that. But my my number two though is Michigan. I know it's gonna hurt you. I just think Ohio State. I think Michigan brings back Shea. I wanna be wrong, Matt. Like Ohio like like oh with LSU. I wanna be wrong. Ohio State has so much fucking talent on there. So I'm
1: wearing this rest of the night. Go on, go on, continue, continue.
0: I want to see what Shea Patterson does okay. in the first half of the year. I'm with you there. As the great Joe Carlucci said when they lost to Ohio State, <laughs> keep fucking scheduling Eastern Michigan and, yep. we'll see, and have a great first half of the season. I need to see some big steps from a Michigan team this year. I think their defense is going to be better than last year, which I think bodes well for them. I think Donovan Peoples Jones, I love him, only going to be better. Love him, only going to be better. Nico Collins, Nico love Collins him. is going to be great. Tarek Black, love him. But I need I need to see a lot to feel more confident against Ohio State mm-hmm. this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: As a Michigan fan, yep. Objectively, both sides. I love Jim Harbaugh. I love what he does. I think the game in Wisconsin is going to be huge. That's true. I think at Penn State, followed by at home versus Notre Dame, is the make or break point of the season. Because I think, and I'll say this right now, Sparty, I think that game in the middle of November, the same day as Lee Iloff, be two rivalry wins for you and me, Matty D. Yep. But it all comes down to that Ohio State game. I think it's 1-2. Maybe not in in the the polls. Mm -hmm. But we need to see what happens. Because the talent Ohio State brings in... Yeah, their quarterback, Carousel, has been a fucking crazy show to watch. But the talent they've had for the last number of years. The guys they're bringing back. We've talked about this the whole time. As well as what Michigan's bringing back. It bodes well for a... Thirty-point game comparatively, especially to last year, right? But I need to see. I need to see a lot out of this team for me to feel that confident that they're going to take it. And granted, I'm a degenerate. I love Michigan, and I'm going to bet on them on yeah. November thirtieth. Yeah. But objectively, I have to take them number two.
1: Uh, okay. I mean, I look. You make sense. Like yeah. I mean, I mean, like I get it. A couple of things that I would say. One. My big thing this year between the two teams is, is the head coach and the quarterback. Sure. So Ryan Day, I, I, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, a bad coach, but he's not Urban Meyer. No. Urban Meyer, like you could argue, he might be the best coach ever in college football. Sure. Like, I'm not saying he is because thanks no, Saban. No, thanks Saban. Thanks Saban And there's been some other really good guys out there. Been, I, but Urban Meyer, last and other than Nick Saban, has been as consistent at rebuilding mm-hmm. programs like everywhere he's gone. has been fantastic. So Ryan Day comes in. Is he as good as Urban Meyer? I don't care what Ryan Day did at the beginning of last year. They played cupcakes. I, I don't care. I, I do think that Ohio State is loaded, Is very loaded. But
0: I'm not also sold on Justin Fields. That's, I mean, and that's the thing. Too. To me. Shea Patterson could look like a fucking, could look right. like Peyton Manning to Ryan Leaf of Justin yeah. Fields.
1: Well, the other thing I really like about Michigan this year is they don't actually have. How the have, fuck do they have six quarterbacks
0: on their roster?
1: Who, Michigan or Ohio State? Because oh, Ohio State. Yeah, cause there's, no, there's no rules. Um, I think they, this is some of the best star position players, star position, skill position players that they've ever had at Michigan, not including running back. And that helps this team. They've tried to lean on the running backs. Well, Michigan's finally brought in a different offense. Like, let's let's spread the field. Let's throw the football. Let's give Patterson the opportunity. Because I watched those games where they struggled against the best defenses. If you don't let your boy run, he's not going to run. Mm-hmm. It's the same problem I have with Jake Fromm in Georgia. Let your quarterback throw the, throw the ball. I like the stars. I like Kaliki Hudson, linebacker. This guy's going to do everything Eubanks, for them.
0: tight end. Oh, say again? Eubank, Nick Eubanks. Uh, Am I oh, pronouncing that right? I'm thinking of Hudson, the linebacker. No, no, no. I was also saying, along with... I'm sorry, I'm just eating are no, names. No, 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 you're um, fine. You're
1: fine, go ahead. No, 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 Hudson,
0: no, I agree. Hudson, the linebacker, is going to be
1: huge. They, they need him to step up because he had a great year two years ago, and last year he kind of fell off the wagon.
0: Is he a friend of Jared's, you think? McKeesport, Pennsylvania? Jared, is he your friend? Yes, do you know Hudson? Come on. Yeah, you know comment. No, no, we're
1: too old now, Jordy. We're too old, G. Too old.
0: Jared's always been yeah. too old. He's America's dad.
1: America's dad. I like it. I like it. By the way, I, I don't want to poo-poo anything that Georgia— I, mean that, I like uh, that he Georgia works from... number
0: seven as a linebacker. That's yeah, great. I like that when they takes get... balls.
1: Georgia. I said Georgia because I'm thinking of fields. But uh, Ohio State's got Chase Young, who might be the best pass rusher in the league this year. Might be the first overall pass rusher picked. Considered better than maybe than Nick Bosa. Um, Jordan Fuller's a great safety for them. Uh, they got J.K. Dobbing, Dobbins coming back at running back, which I think is going to be very impressive. Um, they do lose four or five offensive linemen. I don't know if I love the receiving core. Only really they really only returned K.J. Hill, um, although Chris Olave has been very good, limited use. I just I, I I think it's time for the Michigan team to pull it off, and this is going to be the year. They have they have him at home. I think they get it done. It was so embarrassing last year. I just don't know how it gets any worse.
0: How am I just finding out that John Runyon's son plays for the, for Michigan? Yeah, you know that? No,
1: oh, I apologize. That's that's on yeah. me. I should have told you. Should know that. I, how did I not know that? Michigan did recently lose their uh, their left tackle, right tackle, right tackle. Excuse me, which is cer- certainly a shame. Um, but again, I just think this is this is Harbaugh's year. I got tell you something. If, if he doesn't beat Ohio State. I wouldn't be upset if he gets fired.
0: Really? Yep. Yeah, I mean...
1: Not... not He's had as much success as anybody.
0: 0-5, though, is tough. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh,
0: who would you want? No, let's not even cover that. We'll talk no. about that as the year goes on.
1: I can tell you who I want. I want Andy Reid to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Because well, Tom Brady already said he, Tom Brady said he wouldn't, he wouldn't come back. So uh, couldn't, couldn't, wouldn't come
0: back and kill. Do you want the TB12 method in Ann Arbor after Jim Harbaugh? Hey, that's. Let's you get, want to talk night and day? Let's get in on terms of it. diets. Right. Let's talk about that. Zero tomatoes versus a heavy yeah. milk diet. That's opposite ends of the spectrum. This isn't Emily putting fucking mayonnaise on her uh, tomato slices. I know. I know. You're right. You're right. I look.
1: I just. I just. I feel like there's so enough positives with, with Michigan and, and there's just a couple question marks with Ohio State. The talent level's right there. You know the Don Brown defense is gonna be fantastic again. Doctor Blitz, baby. I, I just I feel like this is the year they get it done. And and that that's how it is. And I'll stick
0: by it. Okay. So I want you to convince me. I, am, I wanna feel convinced. Again, I'm a degenerate enough that I'm gonna fucking bet on this team. <laughs> you on should November thirtieth. Bet
1: on the, the Wolverines. Maze and Blue are gonna take care of their business. I'm telling you, take care of their business. Gotta by the way, it. by the way, the one game to me—well, first of all, Lane Kiffin plays Ohio State week one. Florida Atlantic. Gotta love it. Um, Gotta love it. Stanford Northwestern is a fascinating game to me, so watch out for that one. And the other one of note would be Wisconsin South Florida in Tampa. That's yep. a Charlie Strong South Florida team. But seriously, Northwestern, Stanford could be a fascinating game. I have Stanford. I like KJ Costello's talked about. But anyway. We've talked about him a lot. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean, these are, these are Week the— Week one is going to be fun to watch. I'm excited for a full yes. set of football. Uh, I'm excited to lose money. I'm excited <laughs> to feel upset about schools I didn't go to. <laughs> And then cry about my fantasy team on Sunday. I mean, the fall is just a cathartic experience.
1: It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're not a,
0: if you're not a grown man and you haven't fucking cried over your losing Deshaun Watson to a torn ACL, you <laughs> haven't lived. Rough. That was rough. You haven't yeah. lived, my friends. But I appreciate you guys all listening, Matt, and I appreciate you for hosting me. This has been a... Uh, Hour forty-five, nearly megapod status.
1: I know we talked a lot, but it's because they're, they're, they're some of the best. Some of the best. These are the two. If best anybody's still listening, what
0: should they do? They should hashtag. We need a hashtag. I know it's so. Another podcast uses that, but I feel like we can borrow that technique.
1: No, what they should do is think think heavily about what we've talked about, and then they
0: should they should head over. have a nice long think
1: they should head over and put some serious bets down now at Schneckbook. Oh, Maybe they can make some money. Maybe they can lock it in. So, you, you think highly, like, you know, you. I think big on Minnesota, dive in. Jordy's high in Kentucky. Go bet some money on the Wildcats. Get involved. Get excited. Because football's back. It's back, baby. It's back. It was back this past weekend and, and we got one more poor weekend of the NFL preseason.
0: But, this weekend, not even co- weekend, I- fucking Thursday night. Oh, I know, I know. All that, I know. We don't even get the Andrew Luck Boo Bowl Look, like we did last Saturday. Go watch a
1: ton of college football prospects in the Auburn, Oregon game this weekend. Watch Derek Brown, watch, Je- watch Justin Herbert. Have a great time. Trade
0: away all your prospects for the number one overall pick. Yes. And then, yeah, for Tua? Tua. For Herbert? Herbert.
1: Etienne? We'll well, we will certainly eat yeah, we have, we have okay, a of running time. back going number one. Calm it down. <laughs> we will have a discussion in in march and april yes it's been really fun man
0: it's been a lot of fun appreciate you hosting me and thank you guys so much for listening go make sure to check us out the first fun v tailgate blog coming on friday i can't believe it's already back man and i will be giving all my degenerate picks for the top 25 and a couple other select picks if i can find them Find us on Twitter, ThunderBLG, ThunderBlockSports on Facebook and Instagram, just like the website, ThunderBlockSports.com. And for my man, the gracious host, Matt Stefano,
2: I am Jordy Cannell. Have a great weekend, everybody, and Go Blue!